Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. And now on the right side, it's Williams. Screen for him by Alec. Rejects the screen. Dancing around into Alec. Puts it up and in. Puts it up and in. You can start to smell it. Get a stop now, boys. 82 to 70. Nebraska by a dozen. Slicing and dicing the Purdue defense. Nebraska from the high post and passes by Alec. We're halfway through the show here on Herd App Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN, Dry Cities, and we're on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to see our bright and shining faces on this Wednesday morning, we are joined now by our friend Kevin Suits on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. He's the sports director for 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, how are you doing this morning? We're doing all right. Not as good as Fred Hoiberg, but doing pretty good for a Wednesday. I don't know. I mean, weren't you there? I, were you rushing the floor? Did you have your big camera on the shoulder? Take me through it. Okay. Since you <laughs> asked, Andrew, uh, there, are, there are few things as challenging as a videographer in sports as a court storming because you're posed with the question or the decision, do you go in or do you hang back? Because, of course, the TV – shot that everybody's used to seeing with the court storming is a high angle watch everybody run on the floor uh, onto the court and then you say look at all those idiots they can't go anywhere now uh, <laughs> or you go in and if you go in you got to go first so if you go back and watch the video got to mid-court about the same time as Casey Tomanaga and Josiah Alex so I went in I put on the running shoes I sprinted there and once you're in you can't move so uh, my my body temperature went up like 40 degrees in the span of 30 seconds. <laughs> Everybody was there. You're getting knocked around, and, and I'm trying to hold the camera up um, above my head because if you have it on your shoulder, you, you, the thing's just going to whack you in the head, and I might get concussed. And it was just madness. But it was ma- at the end of it, you're like, that was fun, but that was really hard. Uh, but what a really cool moment for Nebraska. Uh, we're talking with Kevin Suits from Channel 11 News in Lincoln. Kevin, before the court storming, kind of take us through the atmosphere of that game. What was the energy like in the building? Because it, it translated, I thought, pretty well on TV that the, that it was a, a pretty amped up crowd. But were there any moments, you know, like in the second half when it gets down to 51-50, could you, could you feel some tension in the building? What was the atmosphere like overall? There was hope from the very beginning. And I heard about the Peacock Hot Mike incident where uh, Robbie Hummel and, and the guys on the broadcast were maybe dogging on the crowd. Um, and I think that must have been really early on. 
got some empty seats at the top. And, you know, Nebraska fans, sometimes they show up late. And, of course, the weather was a factor as well. It wasn't a sellout. But it didn't take long. It, it took about seven rink mass points early on for people to get pretty juiced up about the game. And as it wore on, the energy continued to increase. And, Robbie, like you said, you know, in the second half, really got charged up. And the closer it got to zeros, more energy there was, and there was more uh, buzz and feeling of, like, wow, this is going to happen. And, you know, Keisei Tomonaga doing the Keisei Tomonaga antics after each made three. <laughs> like, that, that just – it fed into the energy in the building, and it was rocking. My ears were ringing, and uh, I can't think of too many times inside Pinnacle Bank Arena, you know, in in the January side of the schedule that it's been that charged up as it was last night. Kevin, can you can you think back and point to a moment where it went from sort of hopeful and excited to? Oh, this is actually going to happen. Was it was it that last Tomonaga three, that absurd one with about four minutes left, or like was there a moment where you kind of felt a palpable change of oh, this is happening? It was the Josiah Alex three for me. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, he took Zach Eady out and he <laughs> hit a three and he and he posed down the court. And you're like, if Josiah Alec is going to make that bucket in that moment, and he shot it with so much confidence uh, because that was in the stretch. You know, the threes that were made in the second half and shooting 61% from beyond the arc, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that'll no, help. Nobody's going to beat you. Nobody's going to beat you when you shoot 61% from beyond the arc at home with that environment. So, for me, it was the Alec three because it had come in a span in which C.J. Wilcher had hit a three. Bryce Williams makes a three shortly after that. Casey had hit a couple of threes. So just the, the batch of threes that were made. And plus, I believe that that kind of stemmed the tide mm-hmm. because there wasn't really a moment in the second half where Nebraska went on the quintessential five- to seven-minute scoring drought. Every time Purdue made a run, Nebraska had an answer. And I think that, to me, is ultimately – from a basketball perspective, what I remember about that performance from the Huskers was they never went on the big drought, and each time that Purdue hit a couple of trays or went on a 7-0 run, the Huskers had an answer, and they made it their night, and it was a special one. Kevin, I want to change gears and talk about the high school scene for a moment because it feels like we haven't spoken to you in about a month now. Uh, we'll start with the boys over the girls. I know the girls in Lincoln are just going absolutely berserk. No, let's actually start with the girls because of of what it looks like in Class A right now. You have nearly every Lincoln school in the rankings, the one that's not as Lincoln Southeast, but they're receiving votes. What is in the water in Lincoln that's impacting girls' basketball right now? Well, this isn't new. You know, girls' basketball, though the championships have likely uh, most recently been won by Omaha area schools, Lincoln contends very well in Class A in girls' basketball, and this year is no different. Lincoln Southwest is, you know, at the top of the cut. they got Kennedy Williams, who's a really talented player, and she has some uh, nice supporting pieces around her. But Lincoln Southeast just beat Lincoln Southwest, and Lincoln Northeast has a player who's going to Illinois State, and she's been starting for three years. Washington is her last name. She's a fantastic player. Um so I don't think this is a one-year look at 2024 with girls' basketball in Lincoln. 
This has been happening for a while, and now it's all just like, it's pretty even across the top as well. And I should give a shout-out to Pius as well. Pius is having a really nice season uh, on the girls' side. Now on the boys' side, Kevin, uh, Lincoln Southeast, so the team receiving votes in Class A for the girls is uh, the one that's ranked on the boys' side. Are they the one that you had marked on your bingo card? Because I want to say that would be a no for you. Not at all. (laughs) I mean, they... They had some players transfer out of the program, so our outlook on Lincoln Southeast Boys Hoops this year was down. They, they just got lost in the shuffle. Um, of course, Lincoln Southwest is going to grab a lot of the headlines with Braden Frager, a future Husker. Uh, and Southeast just kind of lurked in the weeds, and then once the hack hit, you know, keep this in mind, Lincoln Southeast won the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament despite having to play one of the bunny bracket games. They had to play on the opening day when there are four teams that receive a first-round bye. And they just got hot at the right time, and they've uh, taken that momentum here into the 2024 portion of their schedule. Uh, Southeast, I'd be wrong to say they have to be the best team in Lincoln right now because their resume proves that. Uh, And Lincoln Pius X has Trayson Anderson. He's a Division I player who is one of the best bigs in the state, in my opinion. Uh, but you have some other teams in Lincoln that can all beat each other up, and I think that we're going to have a pretty wild final two months of the high school boys' season. Kevin, you mentioned right now Lincoln Southeast probably the best boys' team in the in the city. By the end of the year, do you think they'll able be able to continue that momentum and, and kind of take the quote-unquote city crown by the end of the season, or do you think Pius or Southwest will be able to kind of catch back up to where we expected them to be at the start of the season? Man, that's a great question. I think just because of the parity across the capital city, these teams might start beating each other up mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks. So I, I don't know if you're asking me to say who's going to win the regular season city championship. Um, the money is on Southeast, but, man, the odds are not that different from Team A to Team E, I think Lincoln Northstar needs to be in the discussion as mm. well. Um, and that's what's kind of exciting about this time of year and the way the season is shaping up to be right now here in Lincoln. That's Kevin Suits. He's the sports director for 1011 News in Lincoln. Kevin, I know uh, pretty much everybody that was at that game last night is exhausted, so get a little rest this morning. We appreciate you uh, getting up with us, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you much, boys. We appreciate you, Kevin. That's Kevin Suits from 1011 News in Lincoln on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. Really good stuff there from Kevin. And, man, <laughs> I could just imagine him holding his camera over his head while he's storming the court. Well, Kevin probably wishes he was 20 years younger <laughs> running out on that court. Why am I imagining him as, like, John Cusack with the boombox over his head? Like, that's <laughs> like just ins- I can say anything. I'm just with the camera. Yeah. That's how I'm imagining our guy Kevin Suits. It's, it's a full extension thing because it's the best way to get your uh, panoramic view. It's got to get those shoulders tired. That's some impressive uh, some impressive. Those cameras work. are not light. No, they're super heavy. Uh, that's impressive work by our guy Kevin Suits. More of Heard at Sports Radio coming up next.